in a quarter century but it's here now it's here now if by the time you hear this album I'm not here you'll know why
soldiers just fighting fire with fire I'm fighting fire with water when they kill me I know I'll die with a focused mind Plus there'll be millions of me ready to multiply Don't just mention, acknowledge me Remember to honour me My pen and its honesty Defended equality Declared a republic and ended your monarchy Your corporate dictatorship pretends it's democracy I hold your bloodline accountable for every crime Adam Smith to Rothschild, it's all been a clever lie Two choices now, revolution or genocide But thanks to Rupert Murdoch, neither one will be televised This album has been in the making a quarter century Born to bless the beat and rap over recorded melody I knew the truth since I was a small little boy I am a product of the system I was born to destroy I can't believe I saw them cheat people And they have to protect and them are beat people I've been a son of system for the street people Can't believe them are the lead people The system is in chains right now Too much you talk about me not real right now You know see the bigger heads and heels right now After get the people I'm a slave right now Oh boy, the system is in chains right now Too much you talk about me not real right now You know see the bigger heads and heels right now After get the people I'm a slave right now Yeah, yeah Thanks for tuning in, that was soundtrack to the struggle by the hip hop artist uh, British Iraqi hip hop artist Loki This is Student Radio Maastricht and yeah Student Radio Maastricht Student Radio Maastricht Are we allowed to do that too? Yeah. Yes, please help yourself <laughs> Should I do that? One, two, three Student Radio Maastricht And now everyone has tuned out It's great <laughs> so. You clearly haven't listened before <laughs> yeah. So yeah and we have um members of Free Palestine Maastricht in yeah. the studio. Free Palestine Maastricht. We've uh, spoken before on Student Radio Maastricht. It was amazing, as is today. Um, we are a collective of uh, various students, non-students, academics, um, people from all walks of life, from all parts of the world, uh, who've come together in Maastricht. Uh, and we organize around anti-imperialist, anti-capitalist themes. We organize for the freedom of Palestine, um, it goes from organizing protests, whether it's proactive or reactive protests, like recently when Gaza was being uh, bombed, to organizing discussions and talks and cultural evenings, dance workshops, and in the near future, parties. Um, but essentially, it's, uh, it's a meaningful way to spend your student life in Maastricht if you are new to the city or if you're not new but you've just heard of us. Uh, Please feel free to join, check out our Instagram, and just hit us up. Yeah. If yeah, you're yeah. lonely in Maastricht, it's a good place to go. Actually, once in one of your protests, like very early when I first moved here, because I was feeling lonely in my feelings about the struggle, so I came and I felt um, just more camaraderie around uh, some stuff that maybe I wasn't seeing talked about in my mainstream school environment um yeah i appreciate you guys a lot here today it's really beautiful to hear and it, it's true it just collectively letting out those emotions is yeah. a huge a huge relief it's a huge yeah. outlet yeah 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 yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> i think i think like like uh this this really refers uh to the next song yeah here we're going to play um this song had a lyric that was actually, it's one of my favorite quotes of Loki's. You uh, mean the, the, the struggle, soundtrack, soundtrack to the, to the struggle. struggle. Yes, please, please. Soundtrack to the struggle is in itself a great title, you know. Yeah. This is what Loki sings. He sings the soundtrack to the struggle of the people. Yeah. Um, but in this song, uh, he, he mentions in one of the lyrics, I am the product of the system I was born to destroy. 
and that hits home. That hits home. He was raised in in Britain, Great Britannia, and uh, look at him now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, also very much relevant to to let's say the student life. So when you're going academia to academia, yeah. when you're going to study, when you go to universities, and you are a product of the of the system. This is what they wanted you to be, or something. You never, not necessarily chose it. You have some feeling of choosing, but mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, you go like, hey. What am I doing? <laughs> I think I think in the age of internet, um, maybe maybe a, a discussion for another time uh, in the age of internet uh, with education and and what are we learning? Also, I feel very often is um, is education is like it's, it's really catering towards individuals because I I really doubt if if we are learning anything as a collective. Um, exactly, there, there's been education all over the world for so many centuries, and and yet. And yet we are here. <laughs> what do you mean? It's going great. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know. I I have to think about the analogy of like of like animals who travel, or if if you move animals from one one continent to another, they immediately are able to to smell and communicate with their species somewhere else. We can't do that. I mean, after <laughs> centuries of education, we can't even do that. <laughs> Wh- whale language does have dialects, but I would imagine they could understand each other. Uh, well, well, I think so. I think I think they get the um, the, the general bits of it. <laughs> it's like when, when a whale says, "Get out of my way." <laughs> <laughs> it's already too late. <laughs> Fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, and the next one uh, touches upon what we already talked about a bit: children of diaspora. Children of diaspora, those that innovated in their ways in their vernacular, those that saw the traces in the faces of the massacred. I wonder what became of them. Tell me what became of them. I wonder what became of them. Tell me what became of them. Lost in this city of fog, rarely seen by the sun Just cause you're both beneath it doesn't mean that you're none Never captains of the ship, they mistook us for some passengers Now we're stuck here singing soul music from diaspora Your host can't relate to your sense of dislocation Type of pain that cannot be contained in a dissertation The reason that the terrified are setting fires The reason they couldn't jeopardize Zephaniah Considered as a compliment if your beauty is fetishized Your history is power, that's the reason some are petrified Colonial mimic Mascot crying behind a mask Or a man with amnesia Trying to find his past Anthony Walker never had a weapon But they still got him Stephen Lawrence never had a weapon But they still got him Mark Duggan never had a weapon But they still shot him They call him first world diaspora problems Don't you wonder what became Of the children of diaspora Those that innovated in their ways And their vernacular Those who saw their traces In the faces of the massacred I wonder what became of them Tell me what became of them So Hadid was a child of diaspora so fear not, fear not Edward Said was a child of diaspora So fear not, fear not Never bow to the queen
middle passage, either sink or you swim. Bleach the pigment of skin and pray it's privilege trickling in. Are we missing a link? Diaspora is the reason MJ did to his nose what they did to the Sphinx. And why Marley made the most classic of art. The reason Gabby Douglas didn't put a hand on her heart. The reason Malcolm Little changed his name to X. The reason the president's melanin remains a threat. Ahmed made a clock, they arrested him, mangled his name. But the root of the word is to thank and to praise. Racism manifests in many cancerous ways. We must rally for change in these most tragic of days. Cause Emmett Till never had a weapon. But they still got him, Tommy Rice never had a weapon, but they still shot him. Owen Sterling never had a weapon, but they still shot him. They call him first world diaspora problems. Don't you wonder what became of the children of diaspora? Those that innovated in their ways and their vernacular. Those that saw their traces in the faces of the massacred. I wonder what became of them. Tell me what became of them. Nina Simone was a child of diaspora, so fear not. Fear not. France for known was a child of diaspora, so fear not, fear not. Diaspora, the, the chorus being pledge no allegiance to the flag, we never bow down to the queen. Uh, sounds pretty straightforward, you know, the monarchy belongs hundreds of years ago, but to this day you still have to bow down to the queen and s- pledge allegiance, whether in the US and the UK. True, even uh, in the Netherlands, actually, even when, the Netherlands. You, when you become Dutch, you have to pledge allegiance. I didn't know what that means. Absolutely. Uh, you got to raise your hand. And you uh-huh. go through normalization exams. Uh, yeah, you have to learn. How I have to be actually a done that. Dutch person. Yeah. before you may accept the. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, 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 we, we in fact had a whole episode on that on on inburgering or what's it called? Naturalization. Uh, naturalization. Naturalization. Indeed. Naturalization. I also thought when I became Dutch, I'll get like I'll be really tall, get like blonde hair. None I'm of it happened. A tanning obsession. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. None you of should it have read the small print, man. Uh, such a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my white privilege? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't happen, man. Kais was actually just telling me about uh, yeah. the way he learned. So Karim, Karim Dennis, yeah. low-key Iraqi British uh, rapper, 
people learn about him through different avenues and um, is getting more and more well known. But I find it really interesting how Qais uh, first heard of him a while ago, actually. Uh, firstly, uh, I, I, I knew him around uh, the same time when uh, Muzaffar Nawab uh, did. It was the last May, actually. And uh, actually, it's quite hard to explain it in English because I'm not a good English speaker now. <laughs> so I'm going to say it in Arabic and you will be a good translator. I trust you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Muzaffar Nawab, he's a Shar Iraqi. يعتبر من أحد أهم شعراء العراق في التاريخ الحديث والقديم يعتبر ولكن هو عاصر شاعر العصر الحديث يعني أدب معاصر تفضل. So uh, yeah, um, he's a he's a Iraqi poet, quite a well-known Iraqi poet, um, and he's he mainly works on contemporary poetry, and he died in May of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, هو كان يعتبر من اهم شعراء العراق اليساريين الشيوعيين كان ناقد لاذع ويعتبر ببعض المناطق وقح ولكن انا احييه على جرأته وعلى شجاعته وعلى تضحيته. He was a left wing communist Iraqi poet uh, with a lot of courage and uh, uh, sort of overstepping political boundaries and that was one of the things that attracted Qais to him. Um, تعرض للملاحقات بكل اشكالها، تعرض للعنف، تعرض لحكم اعدام وتخفض حكمه للمؤبد <تصفيق> وبعد هيك هرب من الحبس وقصته جدا شجاعه وملهمه انه ما في شيء مستحيل انه اذا حبيت تقول لا للسيستم فانت قادر تقول لا ولو على روحك. Yeah. He's inspiring because uh, he, he's received death uh, sentences for some of his poetry and they were reduced to life sentences and then he escaped from prison. Uh, but the, the message behind that being that, you know, you, you can stand up to the system no matter what, even if, it, if it's at that cost. Uh, كانوا موجودين بفترة الاحتلال البريطاني للهند وقاوموا هذا الاحتلال وعلى أسرة تم ترحيلهم ونفيهم من الهند واختاروا العراق كبلد فعنده نفس الباك جراوند نفس القصة مع لوكي نوعا ما يعني شيء ملهم جدا similar to Loki his parents were they're actually Indian and they grew up around the time of the the British occupation of India and they were resisting the British occupation and they had to flee at some point and then they chose Iraq to flee too and so he was born as a child of diaspora in Iraq um, similarly to Loki being born in the UK after fleeing after his parents fleeing Iraq as children of as a child of diaspora um, so it's interesting how through the years it's uh, yeah it's changed it's just fascinating yeah. it's absolutely fascinating there's absolutely. so many thoughts going through my mind when you when you were talking about this <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely yeah yeah so yeah, um, just just so for our audience to know, we are here on in, in Banka Studios of RTV. Thank you very much for hosting us uh, with the Free Palestine Maastricht uh, Movement members. And today we are listening to tracks from Loki. And thank you very much, Case, uh, for uh, for that the lovely story <laughs> of um, yeah of, of children of the diaspora. I think uh, a lot of us can relate to that. What's the poet's name? He's uh, Muzaffar Nawab. And one of his uh, poets is Al Quds Arus Arubatina, which means uh, 
means Jerusalem or Al-Quds as the bride of our identity or our Arabness. Mm. Yeah, he lived in Syria, in Lebanon, in Egypt, in Eritrea, in uh, Libya as well. Wow. So, wow. Mr. Right? You know, several uh, European cities. Yeah. In, you know you know what? I, I often think that like politics, it, it deals with opinions and so does poetry, for example, or music, if you can express an opinion. But I, I never understood the the physical consequence to an, to expressing an opinion i mean it's just an opinion you you have the complete freedom to ignore it there <laughs> there there is no reason to you i mean we we all saw the recent attacks on on shalman rushdi um it's like years after the fatwa was was even removed and this this mm. this this guy probably had no idea what's going on uh, just <laughs> living under under a rock Well, even even I always say like music can never literally hurt somebody, but people are persecuted like even low key like for the for the music they make. So it's we can <laughs> fantasize, but it's unfortunate that um, people's opinions are taken to such drastic uh, fear. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. often well, only if their opinions uh, threaten the status quo. Uh, True, true, true. That's that's what we discussed in the very beginning of the show when we talked about terrorism. Like a terrorist basically defined as someone who's a danger to, to let's say, within quote unquote government or status quo. I mean, in in my opinion, as well, like politics, it should it should end with opinions. It shouldn't go into physical because uh, I remember from the previous episode when Dana, hey, shout out to Dana, <laughs> also from FPM, uh, uh, reminded me that hey, yeah. Um, True, politics is politics. Politics is opinion, but it's no longer opinion when there are bombs falling out of the sky. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. I mean, once it gets physical, it's not politics anymore. It's physical. Mm. Then it's not. It's no longer politics. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So the yeah, it's, it's something that was in my mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, to our listeners who, are, who who have also been very keen uh, on tuning in. And we have also been getting some messages on on WhatsApp. We will definitely, definitely um, wait a little bit more for for Loki. He he said he might be able to call in. He is a busy man. Yeah, but uh, exciting announcement! I think yeah? we uh, have a semi confirmation that at forty uh, five minutes past the hour, we will be joined hey. by Loki. Fantastic! Whoop, whoop. Fantastic! Fantastic! So <laughs> we we will leave the questions yes. uh, for then. And yeah, if if he is able to get through and. If we are able to get through with the with the call, then we'll answer it live. Uh, else, we will definitely give a shout out to the ones who contacted us. Absolutely. In the meantime, the ghosts of Grenfell. The ghosts of Grenfell. Yes. Rooms where love was made and unmade in a flash of the night. Rooms where memories drowned in fumes of poison. Rooms where futures were planned and the imagination of children built castles in the sky. Rooms where both the extraordinary and the mundane were lived become forever tortured graves of ash. Oh, you political class, so servile to corporate power. Allow me 
to begin though 1.30am, heard the shouting from my window People crying in the street watching the burning of their kinfolk Grenfell Tower now, historically a symbol People reaching from their windows, screaming for their lives Pleading with their cries, trying to reason with the skies Dale Youth Birth Champions, comparison is clear though That every single person in that building was a hero so don't judge our tired eyes in these trying times Cause we've been breathing in cyanide the entire night They say Yassin saw the fire and he ran inside Who thought that would be the site where he and his family died The street is like a graveyard, tombstone lurching over us No shouting out to their windows, now wish they never woke them up When hope your worst enemy to go in this position Now it's flowers for the dead and printing posters for the missing Come home Justice, not hear him, not hear him scream. This innocence in the faces of all those on the missing list He hopes unfulfilled, ambitions never achieved No, I'm not the only one that sees the dead in my dreams Strive for the bravery of Yassin Artistic gift of Khadija Every person a unique blessing to never be repeated Strive for the loyalty of siblings that stay behind with their parents Pray that every loved one lost can somehow make an appearance We are like the last conversation with their dearest Until we face what they face We will never know what fear is We are for survivors rehouse in the best place not to be left Sleeping in the West Way for 10 days We're for arrests made and debts paid And true numbers known for the families who kept faith We're for safety and homes and love They are immortalised forever The only ghosts are us, I wonder To whom it may concern at the Queen's Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, where is Yasin al Wahhabi? Where is his brother Mehdi? Where is his sister Nur Huda? Where is their mother? And where is their father? Where is Noura Jamal? Where is her husband Hashim? Where is their children? Yahya, Firdaus, and Yaqub. Where is Nadir Mada? Where is Steve Power? Where is Dennis Murphy? Where is Mark and Gotardi? Where is Gloria Trevisan? Where is Amal and her daughter Amaya? Where is Mohammed Nader? Where is Aliyawar Jafari? Where is Khadija Sayyid? Where is her mother Sua? Tell us, tell us, tell us. Where is Rania Ibrahim and her two daughters? Where is Deborah Lampra? Where is Muhammad Al Hajj Ali? Where is Nadia? Where is her husband Basim? Where are her daughters, Mina, Fatima, and Zainab, and their grandmother? Where is Zainab Deen and her son Jeremiah? Where is Ligayan? Where is she? Where is Muhammad Nur Tuku? Where 
Ghosts of Grenfell. Uh, that last bit there, naming the people who died in the fire of Grenfell, uh, was quite an intense way to finish up. Uh, but this is a this is an issue that's really no longer talked about. Um, do you remember the Grenfell Tower fires? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard of them? Yeah, yeah it's much. been it's been what five years now, I think. Uh, 2017 um, in in North Kensington in London, a massive block of flats uh, caught fire and over 70 people who were inside it died um, through the fire. And that is a tragedy in and of itself. What um, What is sort of not much talked about is that this is a, this is a low-income area. This is a low-income block of flats. Um, the majority, I'm not sure if, if you listen to the names towards the end, the majority of the people living in that block of flats and the majority of the victims who died um, uh, were of immigrant backgrounds and this is very close to where uh, Loki lives in London um, as of right now the building hasn't actually been taken down yet so the Grenfell Tower is still standing it's been covered in, covered in scaffolding um, uh, but it hasn't been demolished yet over the last five years um, one of the really interesting things is so when I was in London um, Karim took me through the streets around Grenfell, um, through where the streets are used to be and what it used to look like around Grenfell uh, directly after the fire happened. Uh, streets are that spoke anger, frustration. There's no accountability for the people who allowed the flammable cladding of the building to be used for the building to catch fire so easily, to kill so many people so easily, for the response of the fire services who came in too late with too little. Uh, obviously did their best, but it's about the structural issues that led to them not being enabled to um, uh, to, to save the people within the building. Um, and those the, the artwork back then spoke accountability, rage, um, mourning, but mourning with action. Um, compared to what it is now, where this has all been painted over and you have uh, governments set up, government-commissioned murals and a government-commissioned wall um, around Grenfell, where the artwork on it, you see it's a very different vibe. It's colours of green and pink and blue. It's hearts, it's hands holding hands. Um, it's aimed at social cohesion, acceptance, um, um, moving on, togetherness, love, unity, but no no sense of accountability. So the artwork really, it's, mm. it's one of the really subtle but really interesting ways in which now it's government commissioned artwork. It pushes you towards 
guys, we need to get over this by loving each other and holding hands, not by asking ourselves what caused this to happen <laughs> yeah. and what system is still in place, allowing it to continue to be a risk yeah. for other people. Um, it's also one of the most camera um, surveilled areas in London. You, you stand there, you've oh, got wow. like six, seven CCTV cameras surrounding you, pointed at you. Wow. Wow, no, but this is... Um Wow, this is really mind blowing what you just said. I would like love to like uh, say it for myself. It's mm-hmm. um, it's somehow not surprising as well. Uh, but from what I what I gather is that the the government sanctioned artwork sort of points at hope, like um, yeah, acceptance. I don't know, acceptance. Yeah, just accept it. Pacification. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of. There's a lot of. Um, there's a few particular ones that were really related to this in the U.S. They have these housing projects that crumbled to bits probably like 30 years ago but again it, it was like oh ha, 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 we're giving you cheap housing but they don't put the investment to make sure people are safe so then what are you really doing is you're kind of incarcerating people and just because they can't afford because of the whole thing so it, yeah it's really <laughs> a band-aid on a uh, bullet wound yeah. that's a great way to put it yeah. <laughs> and just to try and neutralize the the potential community response that you could get from something like this. You know, these are 70 people yeah. who had friends and connections and families and people who related yeah, to them, them in the Yeah, let them paint the walls. Let them paint the walls. Yeah, exactly. Let them paint yeah. the walls. Let them illustrate the reaction. Uh, yeah. Put there their was, faces on it. Exactly. See who was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one sign hanging from a tree around Grenfell, also put up by uh, by the local council. Um, that literally had in green with a heart around it the word acceptance and so you can see that they want you to walk through those streets every day on your commute to work and eventually be conditioned that this is the right response to this kind of tragedy that we are accepting that uh, people simply for having lower income and being of immigrant backgrounds will die yeah 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 no but like you said I think this is really where it where it hit home I think um like in in a in a place like London, where people would never expect something like this to happen. It's also yeah. why it's important to um, include art analysis and education, because if you're walking around and you're just accepting all the images that are presented to you by um, any institution, you will take it and take its feeling and what it's giving you, but not analyze what you're taking and that's why when you see stuff like this oh it's so beautiful it's green and pink blah 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 it's so much nicer than this burnt up building but um i'm really wary of any kind of artistic project with government funding myself and it's always really clear that there is an intention and it's also not clear that um everybody understands that so exactly exactly true and hooking that into the Netherlands now, because that, that paints a certain narrative in the UK, in London, or it tries to at least. Hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully it's not really getting to the to the people, to the communities. But um, in the Netherlands, we uh, uh, one of the main uh, refugee opfang centrums, like the, the place mm-hmm. where refugees first go, is in Ter Apel in Groningen. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a refugee centre that uh, has, has been filling up and overflowing with humans, um, and there has been no government plan to expand, to offer up other spaces, give sp- sleeping spaces, etc. Um, and if, for anyone who's been following the news for the last three, four weeks, uh, the people of, of, of Ter Apple have been sleeping outside um, in makeshift tents and makeshift spaces because there's no there's no space. It's filled up, and the government is not offering alternatives. Um, and last night, something very troubling happened, which is that the police showed up at Ter Apple. Um, took down all those tents, confiscated them, um, attacked anyone who resisted their tent being taken, and 
left the people without an alternative. Um, and so last night, you know, it's been raining. Yeah. Um, these people slept outside with their kids in the rain. And those tents were donated, so they weren't something that the Dutch government even owned. Exactly. So it was literal theft. It was theft. Of about 12,000 euros yeah. of donated materials by people that Community. wanted to yeah, contribute. So it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, it's, 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 I think this is it, this is the classic case of like victim blaming, isn't it? When you say the refugee is to blame for, yeah. for anything, like what are you talking about? They literally <laughs> said the, they removed them because it would pose a safety issue. And then you look at the way news has been reporting about Ter Apple the last few days. Um, everything is centered around how unsafe the people living around Ter Apple, the Dutch people living around Ter Apple, are now feeling because of this refugee center. So the, the focus, the focus, exactly the the narrative. The narrative is so well orchestrated. You just you know if you don't if you blink you fall into it and yeah. you get brainwashed. The narrative is that these refugees pose a danger. These refugees will come take our homes. We have a housing crisis to begin with. How can we house them? And then the, the blame is deflected from the government who is causing the housing crisis onto uh, refugees. And it's, it's, a, it's extremely dangerous. This is how fascism essentially functions. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's refugees in Maastricht. We've heard similar narratives uh, blaming the students for housing crisis, for example. I'm like... I mean, if if the point of governance is to blame blame the people, then I don't see the point. <laughs> I mean, I'm very good at blaming others. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly how propaganda works. So, mm. yeah. unfortunately, yeah. all right. Interestingly, yeah. there's not a single uh, white Ukrainian refugee in this center, or in any other refugee center, because there's a different track for Ukrainian refugees. You become a resident and you have access to healthcare, the job market, wow. um, the universities if you want to continue your studies, you are allowed to integrate into society immediately. Whereas yeah. if you are even a person of color f fleeing from Ukraine, you get different treatment at the oh, border. I think I think it's worse than that. I think if you're a person of color, if you're non-European, like Ukraine is technically not outside Europe, um, well, outside European Union, if you're outside, if you're from outside European Union, it's, it's hard to integrate uh, like I said, there are barriers to integration, uh, even through legal channels. Uh, so I can't even imagine how hard it would be if you're coming as a refugee from, from outside Europe. Exactly. Yeah. Except, and, of course. And uh, the word, the exceptions. enraging word, geluk zoekers, that's been uh, flung around, happiness seekers, hmm. uh, as, as opposed to asylum seekers, suggesting that these people, you know, they actually have it okay back in their country. They're just here because they'll get paid more and they'll get free subsidies from the, from the Dutch government and they'll get this and they'll get that. Yeah, but uh, we have to say something before, <laughs> like, no one's... Uh, and no one wants to be a refugee. Mm. Like, yeah. And all the world have to know this thing very well. No one wants to be a refugee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's that's also what Omar is sort of um, saying, right? Like it's, it's maybe they will stop using the term refugee. If you, you know what I mean? If it could be an illegal immigrant. Yeah. Unless you're granted refugee status, which I find super weird as well because what what bureaucracy <laughs> borders passports documents and this paperwork is holding people people have been there without any kind of like legitimacy in the modern sense of the word um for, for years and they're not you know with that you're not able to work you're not able to travel you're not able to do anything and you cry you, you get a, a stipend of 60 euros uh, a week or yeah, something to yeah. uh, it's still until now 60 after wow. uh, 
Whether you have a family or not. You, you know what the term for that is in, in France? It's called uh, sans-papier, uh, people without papers. Mm. And like somehow the paper is so important. So it's more than like, the person. What are you doing mm. with paper in the digital age anyways? Um, I mean, there's plenty of ways to harass people digitally as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like there's just a term, like calling someone without papers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's unimaginable. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the papers are what they need to give someone like a human identity yeah and yeah. You know, yeah yeah until then i've heard terms like um legal alien or like yeah. illegal alien like what do you, where do you think which planet yeah. do you think we came from <laughs> yeah exactly it's really yeah. kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> true true absolutely so what do you do <laughs> so one. we talk about the root cause of things as loki does in his song the fall of neoliberalism know the yes. history know your history know your history know your legacy preach <laughs> the death of neoliberalism world bank and imf is it the kleptocracy orchestrating subjugate the corporate state that is a freedom reasons are terrorists we could be standing at the precipice of freedom Pontificate, philosophize, cross the T's, dot the I's I heard him say the revolution won't be monetized But it could be wrapped up, packaged and commodified In this poisonous equation, I wonder what am I? Tax dodging tabloids, profit from these horrid lies Pedal patriotism, but economically colonized Sycophants gripping flags, tell you that they're on your side Sell off your services abroad, who do they prioritize? Robin Hood in reverse, these robberies aren't secrets Bonuses for bankers and backhanders for arms dealers Can't cage the alternative that now exists With the skill of an alchemist Turn pain to empowerment Inspired to be alive in this powerful moment No more of all these cowards Sell us out to the domes We rose like a giant Awoken out of this coma Confront the culture of power With the power of culture We sing Freedom Republic service Dying death The World Bank and IMF Is it Freedom The kleptocracy orchestrating Subjugate the corporate state That is a freedom reasons are terrorists We could be standing at the precipice of freedom History favors the trailblazers, the taste for changes contagious. It's not strange these faces takers are afraid of raising wages when the same mangy papers say that we should hate our neighbors. Then when the rage cascades, these sadists claim that they're blameless. What is clear, some don't even pay taxes on their profits here. Vote against the interests of murder, can rod them in. Not conspiracy theory, conspiracy actuality. Until now, politics merely a practicality. They deify celebrity. What happens when no celebrities turn on you? Say plunder's not necessity. I don't condemn the deified, but mourn those as brilliant. It's them who die, potential unrealized Atomization had us distant and deafened Now we're interconnected, independent but interdependent We rose like a giant, awoken out of a coma Confront the culture of power with the power of culture We sing Freedom Republic service, dying death, the World Bank and IMF Is it Freedom The kleptocracy orchestrating, subjugate the corporate state That is a freedom reasons are terrorists, we could be standing at the precipice of freedom That was the death of neoliberalism by Low Key and Greg Blackman. This is Student Radio Master on RTV 107.5.
<laughs> in the studio is uh, Shamon Tech and we're joined by Jay. Salut. Hello. Hey. Omar. Omar, hello. Namaskaram. <laughs> Namaskaram, guys. <laughs> uh, from the Free Palestine Maastricht. Yes, sir. At freepalestine.maastricht on Instagram. Uh, while we attempt to get Loki on the line, we're going to jump into the next song very briefly, Hand on Your Gun. And we'll be back very, very shortly. Cool. And everyone got excited about the technology. And I guess it was pretty incredible watching a missile fly down an air vent. Pretty unbelievable. But couldn't we feasibly use that same technology to shoot food at hungry people? This one is dedicated to the suit-wearing arms dealers. To the champagne-sipping depleted uranium droppers. Keep your hand on your gun Don't you trust anyone Keep your hand on your gun Don't you trust anyone First in my scope is BAE systems Specialize in killing people from a distance Power is a drug and they feed the addiction Immediate deletion of people's existence Who says what isn't, what isn't legitimate resistance To push these buttons, you don't need a brave heart State of the art darts leave more than your face guard You might impress an A&R with your fake bars Cause you probably think Rolls Royce only make cars This is for the colonizers, turn on providers Take this beef all the way back to Oppenheimer They call it warfare but your wars aren't fair If they were to be suicide bombers in Arms fairs are scam for the funds, they will mangle your son If you try to speak out, they will sample your tongue To your land they will come, till you stand up as one is begun Keep your hand on your gun Don't you trust anyone Keep your hand on your gun Don't you trust anyone Next in my scope is Lockheed Martin They will tell you when the bombs need blasting Don't think, just listen to the songs, keep dancing Do they really want us to have our own brains? Who do you think is really running Guantanamo Bay? And it might be sensitive But I'll mention it Who do you think's got us filling out the censuses? Who do you think is handing out the sentences? This ain't the BBC so there's no censorship Heard of many mercenaries getting with a clever pimp Not a gun seller but none's better than Eric Prince Make money off anything, mainly it's crime This one is dedicated to the Raytheon 9 On a scam for the funds, they will mangle your son If you try to speak out, they will stamp on your tongue To your land they will come Till you stand up as one, it's begun Keep your hand on your gun Don't you trust anyone Keep your hand on your gun Don't you trust anyone Hello, 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 hello Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are, How are you? Good to hear from you. This is London Calling Maastricht. Good evening, Loki. That's correct, yeah. Thank good you evening. so much. How's things? No problem, no problem. Thank you for having me. Really good to hear and thank you so much for taking the time out. Um, we have been raving to your to your tracks for the past um, <laughs> <laughs> hour, 15 minutes. Thanks very much to Omar. Amazing. And, uh, amazing, amazing. <laughs> Big up, Omar. Hey, salam, Loki. <laughs> salam, bro. 
Yes, great so to have you here, Kareem. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, we've Thank we've, you. Uh, we've been listening to the songs. We've been also offering people to asking questions that they had for you, um, and it's been it's been a really inspirational listen. So I know you haven't got much time. I'll just really? jump straight into the questions people have been asking. Um, okay, yeah, go ahead. You've uh, uh, as what what do you as a personality who has an academic side and an artistic side, a rapper artist, um, and the way those two conflate sometimes. Which do you think uh, you've been able to use more in the struggle in the cause, and which do you think you identify with more? Well, I think the uh, music side of things has allowed me to communicate with far more numbers of people, but um, I think it has been essential to, at certain points, um, hit the books as much as I can. And, uh, you know, I think so much about our civilization is moving away from written word and printed word and towards, you know, screen based culture, which in some ways there's uh, positives, but I also think there's a lot of negatives of um, that. So I would say um, probably the music, because, you know, I doubt if, you know, without the music, you know, I would be in a position where. I'm going to be able to come over and, you know, see people in the Netherlands and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, I would say the music for sure. Thank you very much. That was a question from a student in Maastricht called Hannah. So shout out to Hannah as well. Uh, thanks for the question. Shout out to her. Uh, cheers. Yeah, and it's great. We just announced that you'll be coming to the Netherlands, giving talks, gigs. Uh, details are all on online. Um, the next question is from Evelyn. Um, so you've been targeted by the Zionist lobby to attempt to get you deleted off Spotify. Um, mm -hmm. What were the effects of that and, and to what extent does the Zionist lobby if, try to work against you within the UK? I know there was a recently published article. Yeah, so it's on a, a bunch of different, uh, in, in many different ways. Um, it's just a general push to deplatform. So Spotify is one component of that deplatforming push, but that also includes cancelling live shows and stuff like that. Um, they've successfully cancelled quite a few shows um, since March, and that has been, you know, a problem. They've also had sort of collaborators, unfortunately, uh, definitely within the Labour Party and the Conservative Party, and also the trade union movement, unfortunately. So that's been a struggle but you know it's no different from many many others who have gone through the same kind of process the israel lobby in england uh, functions in a very sort of granular way and um works on a lot of cases at the same time in terms of silencing and shutting down people so it will be a great victory for us for me to come to the netherlands and uh, see you all Absolutely. Uh, it's a great victory. It's a great honor for us also to be able to host you here. Uh, lobby or no lobby, you know, uh, <laughs> it's going to be four cities in the Netherlands for a total of five Amazing. days. Um, I hope you're as excited as we are to have you here finally. Man. I am. Exciting I am. I'm, I'm, I'm more excited, I'm sure. <laughs> Can't wait. That's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I was I was going to say, we have never had anyone, well, on the radio who's actually on Wikipedia. So <laughs> thank you very much. Oh, wow. <laughs> the true the true measurement of... Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, this is really yeah. fantastic. I'm very much looking forward to your, to your, to your gig. And, uh, no, thank you and your talk. Thank oh, you yeah, one, one quick question from Jay uh, in studio. Mm -hmm. Hello. 
Um, Hi. I was wondering just if you could say a few words of encouragement to any kids of diaspora that um, struggle to feel valid in their Arab identity and who want to learn more about um, any of the Arab world and its history. I think um, your identity is what you do, not what society tells you you are. And I think it's important for people to draw their sense of strength from what they do on a daily basis rather than trying to fit into sort of carefully constructed designations or live up to expectations of what people believe they should and shouldn't be you know what what mm. counts is what you do on a daily basis I'm so so sorry but I actually just have to jump on a live stream right now no so the timing I, I, is I good I really appreciate no um, these amazing questions I'm so so sorry I couldn't get on earlier it's fine um, it was great to have you on I look forward to seeing you all it's absolutely thank you so much for all the work you've done especially Omar in making this happen Habibi, and bro. be great to see well, you all he's telling us thanks we'll see you soon inshallah <laughs> thank, thank you so much nice one <laughs> alright take care thank you too much thanks a lot bye thank you bye bye Oh my god! <laughs> so, so I think we're all going to need to dry the pee out of our trousers. <laughs> that was uh, a really good question on children of diaspora, and, uh, and 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 I like the answer as well. Before time runs out, um, just the final announcement for those who maybe missed it at the beginning: Loki is coming to the Netherlands from the 24th to the 28th of August. He's going to be touring four different cities, starting in Utrecht on the 24th. Maastricht on the 25th, uh, The Hague on the 26th, and then the weekend of 27th to 28th, he's going to be in Amsterdam um, with a few other artists holding workshops, gigs, live performances, talks. Um, in Maastricht on the 25th, that's going to be next Thursday, he's going to be giving a talk at Boekhandel Dominicanen, the beautiful church library in the city center. Uh, shout out to them for hosting us as well. And uh, that's going to be at 6 p.m. You're going to get a chance to listen his analysis of uh, the movement colonialism palestine the struggle um and the way you combine art with resistance after that at 9 p.m doors open at the lbb for a uh, live hip-hop night and i'm gonna hand over back to the wonderful host sham thank you so much for having us again by the way oh thank you so much for arranging this this was fantastic and i'm so glad the phone function worked it's the yeah. first time i've tried it <laughs> now we know. call us every wednesday <laughs> yay <laughs> Super nice. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll be back on air next Wednesday, 6 p.m. So, in the meantime, stay safe. Have a happy day. Have a happy day. Even though it's not your birthday. Even though it's not your birthday. Exactly. It is good for you. Have a better day. Are you ready for the radio?